Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Bring out the Zamboni! It's time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi electric elite contractor. It's a fast lane here on 101 ESPN. We head out to the celebrity line now to be joined by the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Kerbs, how are we doing today, bud? Jamie, doing well. How are you today? I'm good. I'm I'm really good, especially following a gutty win last night by the blues. You on the call last night right here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, just your a couple of takeaways from last night's game before we go anywhere else. Well, I, I, I kind of thought, Jamie, at the beginning of the season that this was a hockey team that was going to have to find a way to win some of those 2-1, 3-2 kind of games. Now, we've seen far more games won or lost by three goals this season than we've seen won or lost by one goal. So I thought it was a great game to come out of the uh, break with. Hofer was fantastic. Kevin Hayes really led the way, I think, with a, a simple game. That, that was successful, especially in the third period, and uh, and and they they you know just as you said gutted out a, a terrific two one victory, you know, and now they picked up points in all three games now against the Dallas Stars. Uh, so this team knows they can play with the top teams. They've just got to go consistently every night. Curves, these are the same players. Well, and hello, how are you? I know you're not used to hearing me in the afternoon. Good, good afternoon, uh, Curves. How are you? Gary, <laughs> hey, I'm good. Hey, you sound good in the afternoon. I feel much better. I got a little bit more, more sleep. Yeah, a little bit more sleep going on here. Curves, these are the same players as was on the roster when, when Craig Ruby was leading this team. What has changed so much? Is it just the, the, the bump that you get from a coaching change? Is it philosophical? Or is it just guys doing what they have always been expected to do? That's a fantastic question. I actually said that to a couple of the media guys that were at the practices today as well. I said, this is the same team. And in some respects, it's the same lines. Yeah. You know, the same, the same lineup. Uh, I, I think that in going 5-1, and one, uh, you, you've seen the power play be impactful in three uh, of the six games. I think that's probably a big help. I mean, I, I'd hate to hang it all on the power play. It doesn't seem like that would be right. But, boy, uh, a, a Slightly different power play is success rate could have meant the difference in a few games, which is all the difference in the world. I mean, three three games go a different way, and and you're talking about challenging for it, you know, or if not being in the top three, challenging for a top three spot in this division. So, um, it, it's actually a question, Kerry, that I don't have the answer to because it is the same group of guys. So, is it a different voice? Is it some guys that you know, you know, are a little little more free with a fresh start? Um, it could be, you know, now the question is if that's the case and how long does that bump last, right? Until things kind of find, you know, what normal is again. So 
Um, it's it's actually it's a fantastic question, and I have absolutely no good answer for it. If I'm being real honest with you, yeah, well, it's a tough one. It, it is when when you when you look at things just on the surface, it's tough to actually have the answer to that. Um, but curves one one direction I wanted to go in here is, is a couple of things. Is Joel Hofer now has put together two really good games in a row. He, he was a difference maker in the Florida game, and obviously last night was a massive difference maker for the Blues as they hung on to the victory against the Dallas Stars. Um, I, I There's a lot of people buzzing around today talking about well, maybe goaltender controversy, things like that. I am not of that belief at all. I think that Jordan Bennington is solid in his spot, but I do think that it is awesome that Joel Holfer is playing as well as he is. Well, and if this team is going to play impactful games in the second half of the season, it's going to be important that Joel Hofer continues that. So first off, you're looking at him being in three straight games now where he's played really well, and that includes coming in to that Tampa game you know, and only allowing the one goal, which he really could not do much about. So I, I think it was uh, an, an interesting choice uh, to go ahead and, and start Joel in last night's game because it basically means that Joe would be playing two out of the first three games out of the break because I don't see you unless you absolutely have to. You're not going back-to-back Bennington in these next two games. You know, we're playing Colorado one night, then Pittsburgh, you know, the next night on the road. So, um, to, you know, for, for me, Jamie, I'm, I, I don't go into that camp as well either. Uh, I believe Jordan Bennington is the starting goaltender for this team. He'll be fine. He was dialed into practice today when you watch it. It was, it was I think, a really good practice for him today as well. Um, but you're right. You're going to need Joel Hofer to do that. When you're talking about, you know, having, you know, 38 games to go in, in I'm sorry, uh, what we played, we played 34, right? Yes, sir. So, mm-hmm. so, no, so you've got 48 games, or uh, let's see, yeah, 48 games to go. Good math, Curbs. <laughs> if, if you're going to do, if you're going to do something in that second half and play meaningful games, and meaningful games mean, you know, get into the final 25 games with the playoffs on the line, right? Almost as if that becomes your playoffs. If you're going to play meaningful games in the second half, I think Joe Hofer is going to have to play the way he's played in the last three games for, you know, a, a solid another, you know, 15, 18 of those games. So they're going to need him in, in a big way. Uh, to play that way when he's in these games uh, to give themselves a chance. Curbs, talk to me about some of these younger players. You got Hofer, you just spoke about, Neighbors, Torpchenko, Perunovic. What are you seeing from this young core uh, that is allowing them to have success? Well, you know, Scott Perunovic is is playing with some confidence. We talked to him on the broadcast after the game last night. Uh, and, And for him, it was just a matter of Scott staying healthy, getting a chance to feel comfortable and start to figure out what his game is like in the NHL. And, he, and he's figuring that out. And you are clearly seeing a, a, a defenseman, maybe the best Blues defenseman in terms of that first pass out of the zone when he has the puck on his stick. Uh, you know, Torepchenko solidifying himself in that third-line role, playing smart hockey. You know, uh, maybe not as strong of a game last night as, as the, the coaches would like him to have, but he's, he's earned, you know, a little flexibility to have, you know, a little, you know, bow in his game. So uh, he's he was... I, I love the way he's blocking shots. He blocked one with his nose against Chicago. He came across the middle, blocked another one last night. That that, that could have been a great scoring chance. So, you know, he's he's playing extremely well in there as well. Jake Neighbors, man, he just doesn't make mistakes a whole lot. He might get into the mode of trying to pass too much because he's got a good shot, 
you know, sometimes he'll go, you know, run himself with that youthful exuberance into the wall, you know, or fall down a little bit. But uh, Jake Neighbors is, is playing terrific hockey. If there's a, if somebody wants to find out how a young player comes in and can make a difference, and how you try to make yourself uncuttable on an NHL team, Jake Neighbors is showing everybody how to do that this year. Started in a fourth line role and look at the identity line originally that they had with him and Blay and Sonny. Moved up right when other guys weren't performing as well. Took advantage of that. Slid back down with the coaching change. You know, then moved up a line. Like every spot he's been in, he's delivered what the coaches need. It's, it's been a great season for Jake. Curbs, obviously the Blues have some big games coming up, but won't look too far down the road. We'll just look at the next game period, which is against the Colorado Avalanche that find themselves at the top of the Central Division, but there has been some chaos surrounding this team to where Devon Taves calling out his own teammates following a win, and then last night having a 4-0 lead on the Arizona Coyotes and the wheels falling off. I mean... What do you make of this Avalanche team? It's interesting when a when a player calls out teammates after a win, isn't it? <laughs> it's it, weird. Because it the wins are important, but really good players know that you get the wins by playing a certain way. And when somebody's calling out teammates after a win, you know that, hey, we got a win tonight, but we're still not playing right, and that's going to bite us in the butt. Uh, they're not getting the goaltending that they need. Um, they gave up a massive lead, a four nothing lead to Arizona at the mullet last night. That was that was insane. If you go back and watch that game, uh, you know Colorado is, is showing you know a little bit of inconsistency. Teams can take advantage of it if, if they jump on them. To me, Jamie, you know you go into that game against Colorado, and Kerry just asked about the young guys. I think you've got to look across the board at the veterans on this hockey team, and there's more for most of them to give. There's better execution. There's smarter plays, smart decisions with the puck. If, if this team, going back to the even just the comments about Joe Hofer and what you're going to need from him, again, if you're going to go play meaningful games heading into the second half, the veteran players on this hockey team are going to have to lead the way. And it's against teams like Colorado tomorrow night where if you play the game the right way and you make the right decisions – you've got a good chance to beat them because you've got enough skill on this team. It's just going to have to be, can you pull it off? And Colorado is one of the best teams in the league to capitalize when you make mistakes. So you've got to play a very good, disciplined, strong, smart game. Take what they give you. Put the puck in when you have to put it in. Don't turn it over at the lines and uh, and see what happens. But, yeah, they seem to be a little fragile right now. Yeah, they sure do. Well, Curbs, great stuff, man. As always, appreciate your take. We'll be listening to you on the call tomorrow night here on 101 ESPN. And uh, have yourself a great day, my friend. All right, guys. Uh, Have a great rest of your week. Happy New Year to everybody. We'll see everybody at the rink tomorrow night. All right. Thanks a lot, Curbs.